five, four, three, two, one. Hey guys, and welcome to another scrumptious episode of I Digress. Today we have returning yet again, the still very single Neil. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and our guest for the day, he is the Chingus Dingus. He hails from paradise. It's Liam Biddle. What a do, baby. Why the fuck did he get such a good intro? Fuck you, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Today will be an inquisitive show. Let's rile things up. I digress. First topic of the day, exams during quarantine. What are we thinking? School's out, no exams. Woo! Well, I, I actually heard about this. I was I saw on like Instagram and stuff. People were having like take home exams. So like I know some unis are doing like fully at home exam diets. And I just don't understand how that could really work. Like unless you've got a subject where, you know, where you know, where it's really mathematical and you have to just work through it and it just it's all about just understanding how you do it if it's memory based or something surely you can just cheat you know yeah i mean that's one of the biggest things but sometimes i look at cheaters and i just say isn't cheating just a sort of version of being what's the word we're looking for inquisitive i mean don't get me wrong i i see it as the kind of way that in later life you know you're always going to have the opportunity mostly to look something up if you forget like a small minute detail but yeah yeah it just seems to me it, I don't know. It just seems un, un, not unfair, obviously, because I've had a tough time not getting lectures and stuff. But it's just totally different to how exams should. Be. It is bizarre. I'm not gonna lie. It's one of those things that I kind of wish I had the opportunity to sit my exams at home over extended periods, sort of thing, without an invigilator sort of staring me down 24/7. Yeah. But I just want to know if that's gonna hamper people's degrees. Like, is the oh for sure they're, they're gonna have to put it off for a year. Or that's like, the one thing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe split the course possibly from like the grades they get this year to the next year. As far as I saw, people that are supposed to be graduating th this year are still just gonna graduate. Like they're still gonna finish. Because how are they gonna do that though? Well, I think it, I think that's what, that's what it is. They're like their online exams just count in place of their real exams. You know. Like, because if you're, like, uh, unless you're a Scottish student who gets, like, you know, free tuition, then the uni can't exactly go, oh, if you want to graduate, you're going to have to do, a, 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 like, a, another year. Because that's not what you signed up for. True. True. But does that, not, does that not put you at a disadvantage to everyone else? Like, you've got a half-year degree, you know? Mm, I suppose. That's one thing I want to know if people who are in the industries are going to take into consideration? Are they going to sort of look down on you because you did exams during quarantine out of no choice of your own? Or are they going to sort of amplify you in a way? Yeah, like give you a free, a little bit of a free pass. Yeah, eventually it won't, you know, matter. Yeah. It's not like it's going to have an asterisk next to it saying, you know, you had a quarantine exam. Passed during quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know if it's going to be like affirmative action, you know? If they're going to be seen in a different light. That's one of the biggest thing I want to know. What people purposely hire in quarantine graduates. It'll probably, maybe they'll have to like yeah. submit a portfolio of things they did during quarantine. Like how they took their degree upon themselves. That is something that I would think is like a massive, difficult, well not a massive. Um, All ache. Well, yeah, that's more or less what I, what I was trying to say. Yeah. Like, to, to have to do that just to be like, here's how I spent my free time during this instead of what I'd normally be doing. It's a bit unfair. Fuck that. Oh, to be yeah. fair, we 
do that anyway, even for us. <laughs> mm. It's just like, oh, okay, you have your degree. Don't care about that anymore. Um, so what else do you do besides being academically smart for the job? True, true. I mean, I've done fuck all to actually try and do anything else, really. But <laughs> And you can put this on the roster, just like, hey, so I feature in a podcast yeah. with at least 100 reoccurring listeners. I've almost <laughs> on my criminal record. I've almost platinum Spider-Man on PS4. All right. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, you got some of those rare trophies. Yeah, man. Employers love to see that. It shows that you can, shows that you're a man of sheer determination and will. You're fucking will. <laughs> John Wick style. Do you know I actually saw something in the news where there was this guy in America who went around killing dogs and one of really, really dramatic story and one of the owners who had his dog killed literally rammed him through a wall with a car yeah fair enough sounds like he completely deserved <laughs> that's a uh, swift justice oh he's, he's Suzuki definitely Suzuki doing swift. jail time but how would you judge that in court though what say <laughs> you're sitting there i mean I like let's to say think that for probably... one minute you're the judge let's pretend you guys are the judges okay how Two would judges? you this is an incredible court case Do I have a it wig? makes sense there's got to be a lot of opinions am i wearing a wig yes got it I you're wearing a wig. wear a wig it doesn't defend Liam's me. not wearing a wig. Of course not. There's two judges in this court. Very unorthodox. It's a very unorthodox situation. Love it. How would you both judge the situation? Do we both have gavels? Wait, you does can the both guy have gavels. Don't have any pets? The guy who kill, got killed cat. doesn't have any pets. Mm. Well, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All those go to heaven, Neil. So, I, yeah, I got caught up in imagining myself as a judge. I have a long white wig. Um, um, yeah, same. It became sort of like an anime. It's a whole thing. Yeah. So am I, so am I, uh, is this us to decide whether the person that was murdered deserved it because they killed a dog? Yes. And would you sentence the guy who killed him harshly or would you just be like, well, yes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's like, yeah, it's you, like, you it's, it's like when you're driving, it's like, instead of like, if, 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 if there's a dog on the road, you're supposed to basically hit the dog rather than swerve to where it could be dangerous. You're supposed to hit the dog in those situations. As bad as it is, man, I, 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 I love I love dogs. But an animal, man. I love. That's dogs, why I don't get in your car. But <laughs> it's a smacking yeah, dog. Yeah, the first, left, right, would rather, rather run over way. the dog <laughs> than well, yeah, <laughs> swerve out the, the way. The, no, I would swerve out the way to safety, but well, not well, if at least I had we've got to wow. off the roads during this quarantine. Not if I had to swerve yeah, into right? like oncoming traffic that could be like a family in the car coming the other way. You know, you're hitting families now. What the fuck, bro. So you'd rather hit a family than a dog? No, no, no. The other way around. So you, Neil you, hits dogs. You want dogs to hit families great, I've now, in their cars. Great, great. I've, now, I've now put a target <laughs> on my head. A dog murderer. <laughs> well, that's, that's uh, going to make me popular. I'm glad, I, I guess I won't be here next week. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad we covered that I basis. I respect your <laughs> strong opinions. Hey, hey. Rob went on a whole tirade about hating fat people. I think I'm okay. I think it's fine to hate like fat people, but I think people, people are gonna sure. frown frown on you a lot more. I know it's just killer. rather than killing a family or putting them in danger. Yeah, you do that. You'd hit a dog. It's you know, it's horrible. What if the family's fat? Dogs are not family. Is that what you're saying? In <laughs> no comment. I mean, so. A family is. All right, Neil. So I've decided you have been sentenced. Okay, excellent. For life. Fantastic. Yeah, it's probably I saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. This, this, <laughs> this, this, this is a road I wish I yeah, had. Yeah, that makes sense. Ride. Yeah, you probably wish you went down a road with a dog. <laughs> <laughs>
cool. I'm just going to bow out here. I'm well, just, I'm just that digressed myself. out of control. I'm just going to incriminate myself any further. So, Whiff. Okay, going to hit the drop now. What have you opted for that this week? I hope it's a screaming dog. One more time? No. <laughs> Next topic. Only fans. Liam, let's hear your take. I claim ignorance. I don't actually know what it is, but I think it's something sexy. For those who don't know what OnlyFans is, it's essentially a site where you can have paying subscriptions where people essentially pay you a select amount of money, say £20 a month, where you give them exclusive content, which nowadays is usually nude pictures of yourself. What? But doesn't always have to be. Why would people pay for that? This is the big thing. Nobody really knows why people pay for it, but it's like having well, you your do. favorite YouTube star. You gotta be pretty stupid to pay for porn. Like, but it's, it's surely... I mean, that's a class source of income if you got so many stupid people. But surely it's the fact of like, you know, if you subscribe to like a person's like feed, maybe it's, you know, you feel more personally involved with it. I don't know. <laughs> it's really bizarre too, because... It's one of those things that we all sit here and be like, we can't imagine someone who would pay for it. But some people are actually making this as their steady income, yeah. making like tens of thousands of pounds a month. Well, I know a couple of people <laughs> that actually have accounts, like, and actually yeah, have same. their own feeds. And don't be wrong, I totally get that. From I, I, I get it from their perspective. Like, it's easy money. If I had titties, you couldn't avoid them. <laughs> <You're> just, like, <laughs> how would you feel? And Neil, you can... Being a hypothetical here, how would you Thanks feel so. if your girlfriend had an OnlyFans? Uh, I've had one before. <laughs> so, what's your thoughts, Liam? Let's have your. Take. Seen a girl before that had a Twitch thing and got goddamn monies, and that's uh, respect. No, but I think he's saying like endorse. Do you ever feel like it's a bit short-sighted because certain companies have already ousted them, saying that they wouldn't hire anyone from OnlyFans, and it's one of those things that's directly dependent on your looks and youth. Well, I think it'd be weird to apply to a job through OnlyFans, Rob. So I, I, I kind of get that. Like, if you're putting up a <laughs> video, if you're if, if just... you're putting up a video, you know, being like, "Hey, how you doing? Hire me." Yeah, I don't think that's gonna. Oh, that's gonna. That's, that's gonna no, 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 keep going. No, no, no. I don't. I, I don't want to get too many job offers. I'm so close to, to hitting the subscribe button. Look at that. See, so now Liam, what drove you to hit that button? This is this is where we're really going to get some information out of you. When your arms came up and you smiled, I felt like we were just really good friends. Excellent. See, there we go. You seem so relaxed. But to be honest, I can't argue with that. <laughs> nah, but I think I would be. Um, I think I'd side boob. Side boob's it. the key. Under boob. I think I'd feel odd <laughs> if. Uh... So Neil, if your girlfriend had an OnlyFans, how would you feel? I think it'd be. Like, I don't know. I'd be torn because... Give him a second to use his imagination. He needs to imagine he has a girlfriend. Thanks, thanks it's going to take a while. Thanks, thanks for that. Thanks. Yeah, I'd be torn because I think part of me would be uncomfortable with it because it's just the same as your girlfriend putting all these revealing pictures up. And you'd be like, well, you know, I just kind of don't like that. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, you can't do this because you can't, you know, just troll somebody, tell them what to do. But I think I'd be like, I maybe can't articulate exactly why I'm not all right with this, but yeah, you know, going to just not. But that's the thing. Like you, sh you should want to know that going into a relationship or whatever. Like if they just, if you just found out they had no only fans, you'd be pretty upset. Oh yeah. Whereas if they told you, you'd be like, oh, okay, you get it. It's one of those things. I totally agree because I feel I'm going to just say what we're probably all thinking is that if we're ever in a relationship, you want it to be personal. You don't want any Tom, Dick and Harry 
to see everything that you would see personally that you think that is exclusive to the relationship, especially for like £10 a month, because that sort of thing should be priceless. I wonder what it'd be like the other way if if girls were saying with us just like slanging dick all, all over the internet. It's like, hey, here it is. Here it is wearing a hat. Here it is wearing a feather boa, you know? It's just not as pretty though, is it? Well, maybe yours isn't. Face. And there's probably people that would pay for it, but I think if you're in a relationship, the girl would feel the same. I feel like it's not exclusive to gender. Yeah, that's what I would assume. But it'd be interesting to find out. But naturally, you know, we are again three men and cannot speak for women. Well, except you, Rob, because you're a I think we person. Can. <laughs> I'm just very woke. I I understand women to a T. You know what I would totally do though. So like. Maybe not the OnlyFans thing, posting pictures of myself because you know nobody wants to see this body. But um, like, you know hey, don't you... don't slander that. Thanks, man. No, it's true. Continue. Thank you, Liam. Um, you know how you could do that thing where girls will like sell their like worn underwear and send it to I don't know whatever guys want to buy it. I totally do that, man, because they sell them for hundreds of pounds. Love it. And I'd be like, if anybody mm, wants like to wear my yeah, if anybody wants if, if anybody wants to you know buy and then jack off to my boxers, I'm like, yeah, easy. <laughs> And totally then you get that. the bonus content of skits <laughs> on the back. <laughs> I totally do that. I don't know, man. Like, what if you see their face and they just look pretty unsettling? Why am I seeing their face? And you gotta think. All I'm doing is mailing my pants. That's all I have to do. Once they, once I put them in that post box, such a slut. They're gone. I don't have to worry about that. Somebody has my pants. You say that, but people are buying bathwater from certain celebrities. Jokes on them. I don't like. Do. That's actually a thing. Like, wow. What do, what do you do with it when you get it? I guess you can drink it. it. You... Put it on a mantelpiece. <laughs> That's weird. Put it yeah, in your bath water, like uh, bath bomb. <laughs> yeah, some sort of weird bath bomb. Man, yeah. No, it was like some YouTube star that did that, wasn't it? There was actually quite a few. There's a few YouTube stars, but I think the most sort of infamous one was this Instagram e girl called Belle Delphine. What's an e girl? Like no. internet hot people. Oh, okay. It's the type of girl that like, basically just sits down and does nothing and sort of poses in front of the camera, plays a lot of Twitch, live feed, gets a lot of subscriptions from simps. I know what they are now. Right, guys. Throwback. I'm learning. They're like chimps, but sympathetic. Uh, out there, guys. Um, if there's any prospectus female that is single, Neil's here. Are you trying to... Run, he's learning. Are you, are you trying to take my bathwater? Is that what you try to do? Yeah, I'm just trying to plug in anything at this point. Uh, if I can sell your bathwater... Thanks, Rob. I mean, that you know, that's 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 a way to make me sound like even more of a catch. Well, basically, I think we should market Neil's bathwater for about ten pounds, and then sell them a at gallon. tubs for about two fifty mil. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I, I will sell. I, I will sell the the entirety of it. I don't know how I'll transport it, but I'll get all the water. We could have like some sort of delivery type service. Just hire a couple of bikers, get them with like little pods of bathwater. I could get them in a sort of put it in water guns. upside down triangle system. Mm. Where they sort of invest into our products, and the more people they get to invest, kind of like Avon, Avon, you know, just you know, funnel it down, and eventually we're making a lot of money, and it trickles down, and then everybody below that, you know, makes money as well from below them. So everybody wins. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, really, it's win-win. There's absolutely no flaw. I think it's an upside-down triangle trickle system, like an upside-down pineapple cake. If it's precisely that. That's exactly what I was going to say, Liam. I'm glad that we have you here today. You're welcome. So, past that. Next topic. <laughs> right, this one, we're going to dive into the sort of hypothetical situation, the many outweighing the few. First, what does that sort of sentence make you feel like? 
<clears throat> well, literally, many definitely outweighs the few. Like, if you had many on a scale and few on the other side, it's going down. It's going down. But what if you had many feathers and one rock? Or and then rock? I'd ask you why you have one rock and many feathers. See? What, what animals have you taken? Which birds? Are you making a flight suit? You don't know. You'll see when it's finished. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's going to go for my OnlyFans. Mm. But oh, I can't exclusive. wait. It makes me think of there's like a thought experiment that I think is before, and it's like I think it's there's kind of a train coming down a track. There's a train coming down a track that splits in two, and it's like on one on one track it's going towards no yeah it's like it's going towards i think it's like so i think it's like a family let's just say it's like your your mom's like tied up on that track or something and then you can either and then you have the power to change the and it goes towards like i don't know another family of four or something and it's like you know it's like would you change the track to save one person like close to you or and and then effectively killing more people or do you do the supposed uh, correctly moral thing and take the hit yourself because it's one person you know that that sort of experiment it's a really hard one to get your head around because logically you would instantly think that saving the many definitely better than losing a few but then it always comes down to morally who those few are if it's complete strangers more inclined to save the many but if it's someone personal to you like your mum, your dad gran then you're gonna risk lots more people it's ridiculous. But then it kind it kind of ties yeah. ties into the situation we're in right now where they're trying to decide whether or not to hold off coming off full lockdown for economic reasons and a lot of people are against it because it does risk certain people's lives especially vulnerable but then there's the argument that's made that the longer we stay in lockdown and the longer we fall into a deeper recession people's lives are going to be lost anyway as a correlation of not having enough money coming in maybe not enough money for food or maybe not even having a roof over their head what do you guys think that's a lot of farsight though and like looking forward whereas like and when all that's happening you still got the present day and people suffering so i think what they're doing is the better thing i just don't want a train to hit my mum. <laughs> that's my viewpoint on this build the flight suit you know she won't need it she won't need but, any more train travel but uh, personally just pull the plug kill everyone all right sick well that's been uh this, that's been this episode i'll catch you next time <laughs> but uh <laughs> no i think i think you do have to look kind of somewhat ahead with it as well like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Trump had a statement the other day that like, you know, if I like hid- hideously paraphrased, it was basically just him being like, people are going to die and that's not my fault. And you're kind of like, yeah, but come on, bro, just try and be a bit more kind of nice about it. Like, I think he's literally going for the, nah, I, I need to save the economy. Money's more important. I need to save my billionaire friend. And that's, mm, yeah. And some people are like, yeah, you have to do that because you have to think about the larger term effects. But there's no right answer, is there? Not really. It's one of those issues that no matter what answer you pick, someone's going to be pissed off. You're going to have 30% of the country behind you and the other 70% sort of looking mm-hmm. the other way, just kind of holding the flags up, yeah, burning torches, pitchforks, calling you Shrek. So if, you, if we're um, talking about Trump handling this, how do we feel about Kim Jong-un just hiding? Because I feel like he was just getting some attention and now he's back. Oh, you mean when he died and then didn't die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So i just like to point out the fact it's a clone. that he apparently died, <laughs> went into a cave for like, you know, a week No, he so. went on his train to like a weird I mean, train spot. I don't know, he like stopped. You, you see train, I see cave, you know, and then now he's almost come back to life. Cave train. 
it's very parallel to the Easter story. Jesus. I think that's lovely. Yep. There, now Rob's getting it. Kim Jong-un. Nice. Jesus. Hey. It hey. is bizarre, especially the timing of everything. I think what's interesting is the amount of media attention his sister was getting as well. Just everyone mm. saying that she's probably going to be 10 times worse. Is that is that what people are saying? I've not actually read about her. And... Well, I was reading a few articles and people were saying that she was a lot more cruel and a lot more feared than Kim Jong-un. Well, she was the sort of psychotic sister. But that's because he's he's the messiah. Let's not let's not forget he's he is he is all good. Yeah, I feel like anything that comes after what he's been can only be worse. Like you can only be broken by what he's done. I'm just curious what everything whatever's going on in North Korea because so far they've got zero COVID nineteen cases. Honestly, so incredible job. An incredible job. <laughs> It's not enough news about that. That's what I'm saying. People keep talking about flattening the curve. They don't even have a curve. That's basically just like if like the empire were like, hey, we have had no coronavirus cases on Alderaan. It's more or less the exact same thing. They've just gone, nah, nah, we've solved True. the problem. I haven't said how, but like, yeah, we... But did they not do bad things to Alderaan? Yeah, that's the point. So they, but you can't have any coronavirus cases if they're all dead. Mm. You see... <laughs> Someone just starts coughing, blasted through the head. Yeah, See, exactly. No cases. Problem solved. All hail Kim Jong Un, supreme leader. Well, Neil, you've got a lot of uh, a, lot, a lot of good points this episode. I know. I've actually <laughs> turned myself into into uh, a fascist dictator supporter. Leader. Fascist dictator supporter. Dog hater. Dog serial murder. I'm on a roll. I'm on a real roll this time. I'm glad. And hey, you know, I only hate fat people, so I'm looking pretty good in this episode. So glad Mm, they hate you too. Uh, At least I can outrun them. (laughs) (laughs) It's all satirical. Everyone knows that I don't really hate dogs. Well, I mean, I hope everyone knows that this episode's satirical, but I've been trying to avoid plugging that in just for any retard to email me otherwise. (laughs) Oh, you were doing so well until you just. uh... Uh, and for any special folk, I use that word in a offensive oh, manner against no. stupid people, not no, to diss no. any disabled people. Oh, reverse, no. reverse. Oh, Rob, let's Next just... topic. Yeah, good call. <laughs> good call. That kind of leads on really well onto your topic, Neil, about how people are going to be wearing masks and how we're going to go on forward as a society. Aye. So um, Nicola Sturgeon and the Scottish government recently recommended, uh, well, put out basically an official recommendation that people should wear masks where social distancing is difficult. So on public transport and shops and things. And I just was, and I just had a thought that I was like, I still would feel funny wearing one around shops because I think there's almost an attitude, specifically in Scotland, uh, where people are just kind of quite uptight about it. Kind of the thing being like, well, I don't have it, so I don't need to wear a mask. And that just kind of leeches to everybody. And they're like, if you are wearing one, they're just like, oh, you think you're better than me? Because you're wearing a mask. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I, I've, I've, I've still been put off wearing one because I'm just like, I just feels weird. You feel really like, yeah, out of no, place. I feel that. Like, yeah. And I just wanted, I was just thinking, you know, I just wanted to know if you guys are the same, which is good that you, you know, you are like that. But we shouldn't be because there is a pandemic and it's probably... But that, that's one of those cases of how much a fuck do you give about people's opinions when wearing a mask it could save your life. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's one of those that's really I'm weird. I'm masking up because I'm not a you. I mean, I love wearing the mask even if there wasn't a pandemic just because I'm a weird guy. But I think the hardest thing really is just trying to justify to people that it is to stop the spread and not necessarily protect yourself. But if everyone does it, then it does protect yourself. Well, that's the thing as well. Like, I think 
people, because they can be asymptomatic, are of the viewpoint that they're just like, well, I don't have it. So they're like, well, why, why should I wear one if it's not going to stop me getting it anyway? But that is the thing. If, if everybody thinks like that, it's fucked. It's like, you know, if everybody thought my vote doesn't make a difference and things, you know? Yeah. But also, I was thinking as well, if everybody was going to wear them, could that not lead to like a rise in, you know, shoplifting and crimes and stuff? Because before, you probably wouldn't be able to walk around a shop with with a mask on, you know? Yeah. It's definitely a bizarre time that we live in. And I just wonder if, uh, I just wonder if it's going to be one of those cases that people are going to have a staunch stance against wearing masks and how far can you go to enforcing people to wear masks you know that's like well if you look at the the like staunch case that people are making in america like people are really the actual word. riots are happening america america gotta love america yeah. they all stand like, for their freedom it's hard not to watch those angry people and like just be like oh natural selection there you go oh the people that are protesting this is what it's for. Sure. yeah yeah oh yeah they are, yeah, that's like a whole different level of stupid. I wouldn't even mind Rob describing them as special. <laughs> I know, they don't even get special. They just get all out stupid. Yeah, I literally that no is literally... It's such like crazy selfishness that an idea of like the land of the free can have and how that idea has empowered a nation of individuals being like, well, I can do whatever I want, so you can't stop me. I have a right to do whatever I yeah, want. Yeah, but they, they do. They have the right to do it. There's also, there was a mad so thing I saw. I think it was in, I can't remember what state it was in. Somewhere north, actually, though. I think it was in, like, Ohio. But people were in the kind of main mm, state building, whether it's a court or whatever it is, right? And basically, you're allowed to carry guns in this building. So people that have open carry licenses were just standing in this building protesting, holding assault rifles, just like, this is my right. And uh, it, is, so it, it is the right, but they're standing there. And it was like tweets from senators that were in the building and such were just like, my colleagues are all wearing bulletproof vests and I don't blame them. It's it is just wearing, isn't it? It's one of those cases. It just feels like someone's coming up to you. They've licked their hand and they're putting it about two inches from your face and being like, you can't hit me because I'm not touching you. It's <laughs> that sort of logic. It's just so petty. It's like, just, just don't do it. What, what are you doing? But would you do that to somebody who's openly carrying a machine gun? This <laughs> is the thing. Like, they're going to... Yeah, kudos to the people who are stopping them. Yeah. Or like, you know how you've seen doctors standing in the streets of New York, like, blocking their, their mm. little parades? Mm. Fuck with that. Oh, yeah. It definitely feels like they're trying to replicate the whole Tiananmen Square that didn't happen with the guy standing in front of the tanks. You just say Tiananmen <laughs> Square didn't happen. Well, you know, like, everyone inside China says it didn't happen, so... Can't really disagree China, with the core of the world. China say a lot of things didn't happen, though. Uh, you know, have any of you heard about Hong Kong recently? Just saying. What are they up to? Do you know, um, I think it was like Wuhan put out their numbers last week or two weeks ago or something for their numbers of coronavirus cases. And it went up by exactly 50% for like a week. Causing obviously like the, the entire international media to just kind of be like, oh, I don't think that's right. Uh. Mm. It's a bit bizarre. I just really hope that they fix up their situation and Hong Kong's still okay after all this sort of gets lifted. Because I feel like China are doing some shady business. Yeah, pray for Hong Kong. And hey, if they try and pull this and try and censor us, that's just going to get us more traction with the media. So, you know, good publicity. Keep saying China. 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 <laughs> Probably just all say China. Define China. <laughs> Okay, this topic is um, going to be a little NSFW. So any young kids, please close your ears and parents, turn off for about 10 minutes. The horn. I love how you're actually speaking. This is something that I think... Uh, hey, man. 
Gotta look out for my own. <laughs> but uh, the horn is something that I think we've all been low-key suffering from. Well, I say all of us. Liam's uh, an exception. But, you know, try and right. empathize with me and Neil. Well, Neil I'll try. Off. Oh, I just think it's inevitable. I just see memes. Everybody around this time in lockdown who's isolating themselves or with friends, whatever else, everyone's just like, these are horny times, right? And, I mean, it makes sense. I'm just thinking, like, how have companies that are like, you know, um, Love Honey and Durex, whatever else, that are all making sex toys and all these different bedroom accessories, like, they must be making a shit ton. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. They're going to, if they have, like, some sort of delivering logistics side of their company they're gonna be making so much bank like that yeah it just totally got me it just totally got me thinking just for for couples that are isolated as well with nothing better to do and people that are by themselves yeah i was just thinking that must be an industry that's booming just now and obviously i think Pornhub made all their shit free in italy and then i think it's worldwide or something i know that sounds like i'm feigning ignorance but you know you get enough for free it's a good anyway. shit and also, do you know what I've actually appreciated? That Pornhub, sites like that, they've actually had a few ads where they've been promoting people to stay at home and also yeah, having true. some of the models wearing masks. And it's kind of like, you know, models. it's one of those <laughs> stars. I don't know what you'd want to call them. Um, actors, actors, if you will. Yeah, actresses, actors. They Part of the guild. sort of work in the shadows, but still contribute to the works of society in a way. It's weird. But I mean, they're just like, the they're time. just doing their job the same as everybody else. But yeah, I think it does speak volumes that companies like that have been, you know, quite active in trying to be good and help the virus and help causes, you know, by donating money and everything. Whereas companies like Amazon and Virgin that are, that are basically, you know, operate out of tax havens have just refused yeah. to pay employees. Whereas companies like Pornhub yeah. have just gone, nah, we're going to donate lo lo loads of money to the relief fund. And make things free. And not try and claim loads of money from the government, even though you're a self-proclaimed mm. and notorious billionaire. On that same note, though, people need to stop donating money to that fucking virgin NHS fund thing. All the money doesn't even go to the NHS. It literally goes, I think it's like 90% of it, or maybe it's maybe it's like 85% goes to NHS. And the rest of it all Yeah, they're making profits. Virgin. Yeah, Virgin are making a shit ton of money from that, and Richard Branson as well. He's also currently, I believe, in the middle of a lawsuit. Like he's suing the NHS currently as well because they didn't get money that was supposed to go to them. People need to stop donating to that shit. Richard Branson must be just sitting back, laughing in an evil chair with a white cat on his lap or something, because that man's doing all this, and all the people with Wi-Fi under Virgin Media has currently been shut down for the past week. I don't even know if it's been back up yet. Absolutely. No, it's been yeah, it's been on the fritz. It's an absolute walloper. I still don't know what that man's doing. But Liam, yes, the horn. Have you suffered from any ex uh, symptoms such as cravings, urges, or are you fully satisfied? All of the above, full symptoms. Is How that have what you been you dealing with? Uh, <laughs> 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 I, Rob, these are loaded questions. You don't have to go into details, oh. of course. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I just think it's something that everybody's kind of having to deal with during this and it's just I feel like we're waiting on a new dating app yeah like they, they, everyone's target market for every business has now changed because Quarantine. everyone is at home Quantinder. hey but guys wildcard let's come up with the basis for the idea for that app right here right now so i mean you can't really so you put your genitals on the camera and they put... <laughs> yeah yeah and you just vigorously bang it off the the webcam is that not like thoughts i mean I, I I like it. I think it's a good Oh wait, idea. no, that's Bumble. Fuck. Um, ah, damn it. Yeah. 
saturated market, I guess. If we were to come up with a new dating app, it's going to be hard to try and come up with some sort of niche or USP that we could beat the likes I think we of Pinder Humble. Humble. Quickfire. Quickfire. Just like Quickfire quick rounds. Fire. Yeah, Neil, can you tell us about Quickfire? I mean, it's not quite a dating game, but... Uh... Oh, but it could be. It just opens so many doors. So Quickfire is an idea that Liam came up with, I think, I assume whilst drunk at some point. And basically, one person... Where all the best ideas come. Precisely. One person calls out an object, and the other person has to come up with quip line, basically, related to that object, as if you are the hero in an action movie, you know? And you've just okay. taken out the bad guy, you know? So say if, some, so say if somebody was like, oh, a bin, a rubbish bin, then you might be like, oh, just taking out the trash. You can see. So you have to or like, tell it's all wrapped up. Exactly. Something like that. Good. I feel like you could Ta-da. integrate some pictures behind the words and just send that picture and see what sort of quip they come up with and then rate it out 10. I mean, admittedly, it's not the best dating app, but, you know, people who play Quipfire, fuck. You say that, if you if you sent somebody an object and they came back with a really, really good one, you'd be like, I want you in my pants. It's a good, it's good chat. And you'd link up really well. It's semi along the lines of what Hinge is doing with their sort of algorithm, but I reckon we could make a good tier out of that. You have to think outside the box to get in the box. What's Hinge? What is what's that, is that different? It's like, um, you can- Hill, you're the expert. Oh, thanks, Rob. It's like, you can, <laughs> people have profiles and instead of just being like, yes, good face, bad face, good face, bad face. You could be like, ha, this person said something funny. And then you could- That is how I pick my partner for life. (laughs) Exactly. So this is why instead you could be like, ha, that said something funny. I'm going to reply with something funny. Or you could be like, that's intuitive. Or that's interesting. Okay. Why don't we take the- I think. There's there's my point. Why don't we take the formula already? But instead of faces, we rate organs and their capacity to work and, you know- Organs. (laughs) I We're like just going to have like an x-ray of lungs. I like where he's going To be honest, I would love that because if someone has I a good set of lungs, I feel like that ticks a lot of boxes. No, guys, I have it. I've worked it out. Our quarantine Tinder app, okay? So it's kind of like Tinder. I think we need to keep with the ease of the, of the swiping. We do love a swipe. And we're going with organs, but purely sex organs. Mm-hmm. Nice. So you're just going to swipe. Um, to, yeah, penis left, no. Penis right, yeah. You find which one you like, and that's it. Penis why have you got the settings on penis? Surely there should be a discrepancy oh, to have no male versus female. Yeah, Rob, you, you can. I'm just, I'm just, I was, I was just putting it all forward from a perspective of somebody that would like and I wouldn't like that kind of thing, Rob. You have to be more open. Uh, I'm sorry, I thought you were putting your, your own perspective. It's good to swipe left to the penis. Exactly. It feels it's empowering. You're like, no, get that out of here. Yeah, get out of my today. face. Not today, penis. Away, away with you. I like it. I'm in. I'm glad. What would we call it? Um, fantasy. Oh. <laughs> Nice, nice. Kind of like fantasy, but phallus. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we want the connotations of, of the word fallacy in there as well, though. Something actually being mm, a fallacy. True. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you might get catfished. Someone might have a really good pair of genitalia, but then everything else might just be a bit of a shambles. But I think that's a genius idea. I think that's a million dollar idea. It does feel like that show that they had on Channel Four. It was like that weird reveal show. Can't remember the name where naked they'd have attraction. like four people standing naked. Naked oh, attraction. That's what a the great one. Show. It's literally that show, but the app version. How shit would you feel, by the way, doing that? And then it zooms up, and and you can see all the penises, and then and then you're just standing there, and they're like, "I don't like that one." You're just like, "Cool, great. Well, I'm gonna." 
go home and I've been here I am in a glass case there's no escape <laughs> you're stuck in a just glass like, case oh, here of emotion. Stuck. yeah you, you, you're They're stuck just like there. oh could have better knees on live tv you, you you've been outed for having a rubbish willy damn hey man it's good tv great entertainment even better app yeah we do like watching <laughs> people feel bad about themselves it's one of the best feelings it makes you feel great like, uh, man, if I if I was on there, I like people like going. I like people like going to do slapping against that glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is there not more an, like animated people in those cases? Yeah, just standing there, you know, maybe just, just standing still. Instead of, instead of standing still, you're going like a metronome. Just draw attention. Just yeah, like, I want some dance moves. Let's show them some physics. Dick physics. Just sitting down, then just twerking as they ask you to turn around. <laughs> just like i mean it's you know it's natural that's what that's what animals do right they have mating mating rituals and mating displays why can't we just go on a helicopter dick why does that not get why does that not get you chosen i think it'd be really bizarre if we had like five guys just sort of on the hill trying to do some sort of helicopter and the person who's got the biggest swing is just <laughs> the most alpha out of the pack <laughs> we'll just add gifts a fallacy and there and that that's it we've solved it it's like naked attraction in your it's like hand. the new TikTok and Tinder. Yeah, it's called TikTok. TikTok. Is that what you said? Brilliant. TikTok. <laughs> this is it, and you can make videos using your organ, and then put it on. Because that's what it is. It's just an it's organ. It's an organ, really. At the end of the day, it's just part of your body. People need it to does its job. It. You know, you go on that, and then you're like, yeah, that's that. That's a nice vagina. I want that one. And you know, I don't know. Maybe you've got a TikTok with it, chat with it, talking or something. You know, great. <laughs> But we wouldn't objectify anyone based purely on their genitalia. No, we 100% are. That's what this app is. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it on their faces. We might as well do it on their genitals. Like, What's the difference? We can't argue with that. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love how we're just three guys. You could, like, you, you could get, like, uh, you could get a vajazzle or a pijazzle. Try and, you know, spice it up a bit. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. I, really I think it would definitely get spice if you add some. Yeah, I've got, I got too many ideas rolling around with this one. It's, uh, it's a dangerous topic. I feel like we have to lock in the ideas just in case someone just try and steal it. I wouldn't put it past anyone these days. You're right. You're right. All right, TikTok trademark. Trademark. You heard it here first, people. And on that note... Let's get Rob's parents back in. Everyone with kids and parents, come back listening. Hello to all the mums. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Next topic... <laughs> Groundhog Day. Liam, take us off. Yeah, I watched this film like two days ago. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's Groundhog Day. I'm assuming you guys have both seen it. Uh, yes. Bill Murray? Tom Hanks. Bill Murray, yeah. He wakes... Nah, not Tom Hanks. Bill Murray. <laughs> so he wakes up. He does like a TV present thing about this day that happens every year where this groundhog comes out. And I think it's, he predicts the weather or something. Something like that. It's like a, if, if, if the groundhog comes out, they're getting eight more weeks of winter. Yeah. yeah. And... He, Basically, Bill Moore is wakes up and it's always Groundhog Day, and it's always he's always going to the same TV interview, and it happens every day. And he wants to like fall in love with this girl. At, at the start of the film, he's like pretty nice dude, uh, pretty bad dude. Even he's like in a bad place, being shit, and then realizes he can do whatever the fuck he wants, and he like kills himself a few times. And As yeah, it, it gets really dark because he's living the same day over and over again. And it's actually coming back to something Grant said a few weeks ago. And he said, along the lines of when you stay, like now we're in a position of you can't ignore the expect, like expectations you've set up for yourself and things you've said, if you have the time, I'll do this. Whereas now we've all got a Groundhog Day and like, it's quite a powerful thing that mm. we've got the same day, same 24 hours, give or take every day right now. Especially if you're in a in the case where you're furloughed or whatever. I think people need to be lenient on themselves as well, though. Oh, absolutely! It's so different. Like I thought it would be bliss. Yeah, 
but I think it's not it's not easy people can't be too mean to themselves like Harsh for not themselves. being productive every single day like it needs to be done in, yeah, in no, moderation you got, you got you know? i think it's one of those that it links up really well to your other topic of best time for weird hobbies and yeah. talking about being relaxed on yourself i think it is just knowing that everything comes in moderation everything is a balance you can't expect to be hard working all the time you need days off but you also flip side you can't expect days off every day if you constantly say to yourself oh it's okay to relax but then three months go by and you've done absolutely nothing that's also taking it to the other extreme it has to just be like you know i can be productive for say two days a week or sometimes it's three sometimes it's four do something every day i'd say like yeah just even if it's one thing there's a saying that's uh what's it eat the frog and the first thing you should do every morning is eat the frog because it's the hardest thing to do and the thing you don't want to do the most, because after that, like everything's a lot easier. Why is it eat the and frog? And you already feel like you've accomplished because you no one wants to eat the frog. But why is it a frog? <laughs> All right, Neil, yeah. is don't run over the dog. Oh, God, I just, I just love it. I just love to do it, you know. And that's our line for the day: eat the frog, don't run over the dog. If you have to take one thing away from this podcast, I hope it's that. I really hope it's that too. To be honest, you say that nothing's harder than that. I could think of a lot of things that are harder than eating a frog. I feel like French people would probably be laughing at this. Well, naturally, Rob, but I don't think that's how proverbs work. I don't think you have to analyze them. I'd rather eat a frog than eat my own shit. Man, I've been to Africa and it's fucking brown. Like, that grass is mud. There ain't no grass there. Oh, you, uh, your voice did not come through for the first half of that. And you just started shouting about Africa. Africa. <laughs> you know what it is. Yeah, I said the grass I was is... Say, what you saying? You know, you can rip apart any saying. True. Uh, grass is definitely not greener on the other side. No matter what side you look from, things just look bleak. So that's why you, have, you just have to take the nihilistic point of view and say everything is meaningless. One of the things that I saw, though, that I felt personally attacked at was um, on Instagram. It was like an advert post for this like canned wine company. So the marketing is directed like straight for girls. And basically the thing was just like, it, it, it was like Huns don't let other Huns start start their own podcast during lockdown or something. And I was like, ah, shut up, uh, me. But then I was also just like, hey, man, that's terrible advice. Why are you not supporting your friends? and try to do cool, cool things it's just one of those weird things that i don't understand is because maybe it's not the sort of normal thing to do so it's almost shunned it's almost like you have to do something that's seen as more productive i think we're doing a pretty good yeah. job i just think man you can shoot people down all, all you want but we're just trying to have some fun with this sorry i was just saying i actually enjoy when people shoot me down i mean it happens to you enough i've been out with you before but I think, yeah, now's the now's Not the enough. perfect time. Now's the perfect time for people to actually start doing shit that they wanted to do before. Because, like Liam was saying, it, it's 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 Groundhog Day. You could even try one day, you know, to get up. See, you want to start painting. I don't know. You get up one day. You're like, ah, maybe I'll do it today. You sit down at your desk, draw a couple of lines. I don't know. It doesn't work. But you you, you still got the next day to try. Yeah, you can yeah. do it for more than a day. Like you can. Yeah, you can keep like, going for well, it. These three days, I'm gonna paint for four hours a day. It might suck, yeah. but it's only you know sixteen hours or fourteen hours even. Fuck. I think that's the biggest thing as well is knowing that you're not gonna be an expert from day one. If it looks a bit shit after you've done it for an hour keep going like you're only going to get better and then maybe a month or two down the line you're going to be sitting there like oh i'm actually improving don't let yourself get put down by your own sort of super high expectations or anything just mm. sit relax and take your time even if it takes you an entire quarantine to paint one picture just enjoy the time you know yeah i think it's it's important to come out of quarantine with something 
and um, it's not important to do something super productive every day but i think it'd be good to come out the other end with some sort of progress like you don't want to yeah, I don't know. It's anything. Even like Neil's doing yoga, you're working out more. Like just something. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be. I think you would feel worse looking back, and then having to, with hindsight, look at how you spent your time entirely. Though I think like people are gonna ask in the next like our lifetime. People will ask like, "Oh, what did you do during the pandemic? Like, what did yeah. you do when you were isolated?" That's gonna be the biggest conversation once the pubs open because weather's gonna take a dip, and everyone's just gonna be talking about their time in quarantine. We're making history, boys. Yeah, and we can show them this like new sick app. And you have to swipe <laughs> with your dick as well. Mm. This what if you don't better. have a penis? Well, that sounds like a real them problem. <laughs> We're just going to call we can, them We can sell what... that as an accessory. Your own That's swiping That's literally tool. aimed at only 50% of our users. Yeah. On Snapchat, when you get like a face filter, you get like ball filters. <laughs> yes. One that makes it look like an elephant and such. Yeah, of course. This is hilarious. This sells itself. Honestly, we'll just make those all in-app purchases um, so that we can generate money instead of using ads. We can add in VR. Mm, if anybody wants to invest or, you know, start up, like, uh, whatever that. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Kickstarter, yeah, yeah. A GoFundMe or anything. Actually, yeah, if you want to hit us up with a GoFundMe or even some sort of Patreon, um, email can't even underscore the lift at <laughs> hotmail.com. With any of your suggestions or improvements that we can make via this app, why don't you? And why don't why don't you tout your OnlyFans account as well, Rob? Just while you're here. Oh no, no, the OnlyFans is for later when I actually have fans. So far, it's ah. just a lot of haters. I kind of feel like the Piers Morgan of podcasts, where people are just tuning in to send me hate mail. Ah, good, um, good, good. At least they're tuning in. That's that's what I'm saying. Any publicity is good publicity, Rob. You're gonna waste your time writing emails <laughs> trying to give me abuse, but you're gonna spend an hour listening to this. <laughs> If you've made it this far, then um, jokes, jokes on, on you. <laughs> and that lines up really good onto our next topic. Who should get paid more post pandemic? Liam, you want to hit us off on this one? Yeah, it's just one to think about, isn't it? Like, obviously, NHS staff, something's got to happen because there have been, like, it's so much more obvious the risk that they put themselves in every day. And like what they have to be around like even my mom's in social work and it's like the death toll is just killing everyone's spirits yeah and it's how it's like intense. a lot bigger than it says and shit like that and how they all have to have that information and not lose their shit what do it you is mean, true like, they have to see the death tolls before like they come out in the news and stuff and just gonna be like oh that's grim yeah but yeah what other what other industries do you think will get more because there's definitely people getting more money right now like i was just saying like virgin media gaming sex toys i guess like yeah there's loads of different sort of niche industries that are benefiting quite a lot i think um, and you'll, you'll even notice adverts now are all tailored to this experience like of being shut in which they have to be really yeah i think um as much as i'd like to see you know um jobs that have become you know way more essential and gar- garnered a lot more publicity such as you know medical workers you know just farmers yeah basically all these jobs that are that people have become as essential workers you know, I'd I'd like to think that you know they'll be better paid and whatever else now. But under the Tories, you know, they all yeah. the the Tories rejected a wage raise, a wage rise, whatever um for nurses and yeah. healthcare workers. I think it was just last year, perhaps not something around that time anyway. And these were all the same ones that you know outside clapping for them at eight o'clock on, on a yeah. Thursday. And you're like, yeah, that's, that's all well and good, but you can't 
you know, pay your mortgage and clause. Like it's a bit, it's a bit shite, especially when they're actually it's dying. Mad. I think the biggest thing with politicians, especially when it comes to the Tories, don't look at what they say or what they're doing in front of a camera. Just literally look at the history of how they vote. And if you want to just sit there and say, after all this, you want NHS care staff and anyone who's classified as an important key worker for the infrastructure, look at how your politicians vote for them or against them and have your vote based on that. Man, I said, so I'd never heard of this Rishi Sunak guy until all this kicked off. And I said in like group chat, like, oh, he's doing right by me. And my friend Joe sent me all the things he voted on. And it's horrendous. It looks so dystopian. Like he just doesn't yeah. want any NHS to get money. He doesn't want benefits for people. It, and it, it's quite clear that his, his like main focus is keeping the economy afloat. Rather yeah, obviously that'll work people some way but i feel like in front of a camera they're always going to try and sugarcoat it so that voters look at them in a light that's a lot better than what they're actually thinking because i tell you right here right now behind closed doors the way they vote is exactly how they're talking if they don't want people with benefits or people with nhs jobs to rise or have any sort of pay rise whatsoever they they're laughing at those kind of people in the back door it's mad. And I think what's even crazier is that they're happy to take any sort of pay rise on themselves. And there is no cap on politicians' wages. Mm. Not only that, they will take supplements from the taxes just to cover their expenses on travel or sort of living in hotels whatsoever. But yet somehow they're always thriving to boost the economy. It doesn't make sense. To me. They'll be sorry when we're making millions off of TikTok. And we will not give any in taxes. Don't worry. Um, with yeah. my finance degree, I found a few tips, a few pro tips on how to not evade taxes, but avoid them. Nice. So you can imagine a how many TikTok a lot. Do you know? Do you know one pro tip that I love bringing up is that if you have a couple of sheep and say some farm animals on a bit of land and run your business from that bit of land, if you call that. A farm. You, you literally get um, tax exemptions because it's classified as a farm. It's madness. All right. So our next topic, we're going to be talking about mukbang. Bang, bang. For anyone who doesn't know what mukbang is, a mukbang is actually a portmanteau where you take two separate words and join them together. Muk is actually the South Korean for eating, and bang is the South Korean for broadcasting via TV or internet. So when put together, it's actually something that is spiraling out of control on places like TikTok and Twitch, where influencers are trying to basically interact with their audience while eating loads of food. And this has somehow transpired to people now making the focus the actual food, doing weird challenges like how many burgers they can eat under a minute while interviewing someone all on some sort of live stream. It's mental. And the food just gets more bizarre. So is it just people go on and just watch them eat? Yeah, literally. It started off with um, lots of South Korean people using Twitch and they'd have all this sort of loads of extravagant dishes just in front of them that'd be maybe at least like 5,000 calories. It sounds like so many anime episodes. It's weird. They just basically point the food out, give the name and eat it and sort of rate the food. And they'd have a plug-in of maybe 10,000 people watching live. Don't you already get it? Seeing as people who really want to like binge eat and are just like, yeah, yeah, get some. Do you not think, it, is there not already like accounts on YouTube that are people going on it and like rating fast food anyway? They just buy shitloads. 
Pretty much. It's really weird. I don't understand what the whole concept of a true mukbang is, but everyone's sort of taking their twist on it to the point where it can be anything as long as you're televising it and, and you're eating food. Whether it's rating, eating as much as you can, or just trying to see what weirdest food that you can eat. I suppose weird's a- Just some like weird Q&A whilst you're you know, eating whole, all, eating like 10 pizzas or something. Well, that might be a bit much, but you know, while you're just stuffing your face. Not for you. Not for me, obviously. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, it is as mad as eating 10 pizzas and there would just maybe be someone beside you and you can even be like, oh, so I ordered 10 pizzas from Domino's. Let's see how good Domino's pizzas is. And then you start eating it, talking to your streamers, staring at the camera, being like, Oh, so today I woke up this morning and, well, scoffing your face down with pizza, and I took my dog for a walk and I had this man basically try and run me over as I crossed the road. What a hero. Oh no, he wasn't trying to run you over, trust me. <laughs> but that, that's essentially a mukbang, and I think the controversy around it is that some fitness influencers, if you want to call them, um, are getting behind mukbangs. So while they're trying to promote health and reduce obesity, they're also going on their same channel and eating like 10 burgers in a row just for views it's also just a bit insensitive i think in some levels where there's you know food banks that are struggling to feed people especially people that are struggling with this virus that's going on and people are going and just buying in excess and filming themselves gorging it's a bit what a life a bit of a dick it's mad and the thing is they probably won't even eat it all throw out maybe 30 percent of it and half the time you see the video they end up throwing up towards the end it sounds like a genuinely disgusting way of life (laughs) imagine that was your groundhog day each day you're waking up like here we go again Let's give the How much gains can I get? Yeah, twelve chickens. And people say, "Why do they do?" It? But the thing is, you actually there is quite a lot of money into it. It's a selfish sort of thing, but a lot of people really? are getting yeah, because people are getting a lot through ad revenue, and the more views they're getting doing this yeah. sort of thing because it's trending, the more clicks, the more people watching the ads, and the more people get money from that. It's mad. Super weird. What a legacy to leave. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't. I can't wait to sort of join in and just be like, watch Rob as he tries to eat 10,000 calories in one day. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Rob tries to become an elk by eating one. (laughs) God, it just gives me haunting memories of that time I tried to do that might meet cow sandwich uh, challenge at McCown. I think it was called the apocalyptic cow. Oh yeah. You don't want to do that. I think it was two brioche buns that were a foot long each. It was basically and then a between loaf that, that they yeah, it was have. essentially a loaf of brioche, two loaves really, and then four burger patties. It had pulled pork on top, and then it had chicken, two some bacon. chicken breasts, uh, bacon strips, onions, and then they were spiked in with onion rings on top of the spikes. Safe to say, I didn't finish the challenge. I've never heard yeah. anyone vomit louder than you did that day. It sounded like it sounded like the toilet had had done something to you. Like, it sounded like you really wanted to hurt that toilet. Yeah, no, your, like, blood levels must have been so horrendous. Like, the amount of fat that was in them, but, like, bad fat that was fucking you up. You have no idea. I I can actually say I know what it feels like to have a whole bun come out my throat at once. It wasn't even fully digested or chewed. It was just so rough. Such an awful image. <laughs> I was like, oh, I actually thought I was going to explode to the point I had to waddle about 30 yards. And if anyone touched my belly, then I think I would have actually just had fluids coming out every orifice. <laughs> that's uh, that's just, just off. Nice. 
It reminds me of, I saw this video of the Miami Dolphins, like three of their wide receivers, and they all had different, one had like a healthy meat burrito, one had a veggie burrito, and one had just like a big fucking sloppy burrito. And they showed like their blood plasma levels afterwards. And it's crazy what eating like really bad meat does for you. Really? It just adds a massive layer of fat. So you'll see it in these test tubes and it basically separates the blood, the plasma and the fat. And the Mm. fat looks like, I don't know, it just looks disgusting. It looks like so creamy and like heavy inside ah, you. Yeah. Like I can't I can't imagine it not make like it would make you feel good. Mm. No, I, I I always say that when people try and break down fitness to saying it's like a simple equation and obviously calories in versus calories out, food deficit, surplus, and that's how you sort of lose body weight. But I always have to say when people say that, you have to emphasize that food quality is also really important because mm. I could do a lot of exercise and just eat pizzas. And if I'm in a deficit, I'm losing weight. But my insides are going to look horrible. As well, if I'm eating lean food, good quality food, lots of vegetables, balanced diet, and I'm in a deficit, I'm not only going to lose weight, but I'm going to feel great too. So quality is above board for sure. Are you, are you eating all that on, on camera as well and answering questions? Because if you're not, you're missing a trick. It's true. So, you know, once isolation's over, that's going to be the new segment. I'm going to have cameras set up. It's going to be like a ripoff of hot ones. Instead of wings, we're just going to have really carrots. healthy food. Carrots and hummus. <laughs> hummus. Carrots and hummus. Just see all the vegans out there just like, oh. get your own. Brilliant. A- alienate another group of people, Rob. Let's go. Brilliant work. At this point, I'm just going to have only male vegans who have got the mental capacity of 16-year-olds listening at this point. <laughs> Rob hates uh, vegans so much that he eats burgers and spits out the buns because it's not meat. <laughs> on that note... Oh, I love, I love it. I swear. I mean, could you come across a fat vegan? Absolutely. Nah, because they'd have to work hard and fat people don't do that very often. I just feel like if I came across the rare specimen that is an obese vegan, I think my blood would actually boil just from touching them. (laughs) There's got to be like vegetarian tribes and vegetarian, like, I don't know, it's big in, in India. So there's gonna be some fat Indians out there. Oh, there's definitely fat Indians. Shack I don't even know what like what kind of things could you eat as a veggie to be fat? It just has to be like just super carbs. Surely, I feel like ready meals, spot things like eating like it's the amount of what you eat rather than exactly what as well. Yeah, you know if you eat enough. Of I feel like if you just really... eat heinous amounts of bread and avocado. Mm. Yeah, eat too much anything, you will put on weight. Well, I digress. I think we digressed hard. I think this has been more of a serious episode. I think we've had... Uh, yeah, it's been quite serious. Too many, too many funnies in that one. I think we've tried to be somewhat intellectual. Sick. I like to bring all the funnies down. <laughs> Although we have hit a lot of controversial points, so that's good. Well, wasn't that something? I've been your glorious host for today. Slight massive update. We will be moving the podcast to a nifty app called Anchor going to update all the episodes and carry on from that platform the links will be the same with the core change only on my end last note for the day why is it called a fire engine when they only contain water surely a water truck would be more apt considering it's more than just an engine but hey ho i digress till next time seize the day people the arsonist has oddly shaped feet (laughs) (laughs) and that's it folks Yeah, yeah.